Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had another crazy windy week. Only this time we've had what you'd call a genuine alien sighting. Yep, right here on the farm. Add to that, I've been in the centre of a welfare case and a heated argument. Either way, you're just going to love me always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. <laughs> here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nuts Florida Island, we've had a very odd week indeed. Add to that, me hay fever has returned like never before. The pollen's bad enough already, but with the gusty breeze, it's forcing it up me nose. Oh dear. And with that unpleasant fact, we've had what's been locally referred to as a genuine alien sighting, and believe me, you need to put all those crazy science fiction ideas of what an alien should look like right out of your mind for good, and actually meet the mother-in-law. Satana troglodyte, the dreaded creature from the mucky swamp near you, has showed up. Oh dear, yep. Twice as large and four times as hungry. Oh dear. She'd come to visit the wife, Elsie, who's still firmly under the weather, but still eating like a fragmented machine. Despite the doctor's important recommendation of cutting back and cutting down, the dreaded MILs blaming Elsie's poor health on... Yep, wait for it. That's right, me. Yep, you'd have thought I'd have spent every waking hour standing over the white with a funnel and high-calorie milkshake. (laughs) When everyone knows I go out of me way to help her. Yep, I stay well away. Yep, she does fine with the self-feeding arrangements without any help from me, I can tell you. But of course, when it comes to the blame game, I'm just easy to blame, aren't I? Yep, the MIL hates me. (laughs) <laughs> but as you know, the feeling's more than just mutual. In fact, Satana's just one of those people. She's very easy to hate. <laughs> that troglodyte family are big eaters anyway. For centuries, they've roamed the planet like omnivorous cattle grazing all day. Well, all night as well, come to think of it, yep. The blame sits firmly on the shoulders of the wife's genes. Even when she's got too big to fit into them anymore. <laughs> On the other hand, her best buddy, Brand- Beyond It, that's Beyond It Brandy Washington or BBW Friends, yep, another full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement. Yep, she's now engaged to skinny old Frank, that stuffer fan. Yeah, well, he's taken an interest in the mother-in-law's general bulk, I can say. Yeah, well, he just hasn't got a clue of how dangerous the old monster can be when she gets hungry. Mm. He might satisfy the wife and her best buddy with a virtual conveyor belt loaded with fast food every day but he will never be prepared for satana's eat anything every day moves <laughs> that means anything nearby 
that's a kind of habit she doesn't get rid of she reminds me of an insect eating lizard actually you know particularly when her leathery old tongue slips out of place and grabs the closest edible item in sight <laughs> believe me regular farmers trials and tribulations and despite everything else i finally shut down the endless trail of conspiracy theorists you know those folks were sniffing around me farm on account of that internationally known real life conspiracy the cabbage circle cover-up at two medicine farm <laughs> that's right away from a field of vulnerable new baby greens no trespassing signs and extra barbed wire i've given a part-time job to one of me neighbour brushes buddies. Yeah, that's Clarence Kakowski. Yeah, it does sound a bit painful, doesn't it? But uh, he's a 70-year-old short-sighted veteran with a private arsenal of weapons. Hmm. He's keeping an eye on me fence line. Trouble is, an eye that doesn't see so well guarantees he shoots first and asks questions later. <laughs> It's keeping away the nosy visitors for sure. Yeah. So far, the only casualties have been two of me fence posts and a scarecrow. <laughs> but at least the latter did look almost human. Yep, it was even better dressed than me corrupt relative Skip Nara. So he needs to look out, doesn't he? <laughs> Clarence is using what you'd call the mud at the wall approach, only with potentially more disastrous results. Either way, I'm hoping word will get out. Yep, no more spaceships, no more circles, and definitely no more aliens. Just a gun-toting guard dog with short sight and a hair trigger. <laughs> Whilst on the subject of complete disasters, the sale of the nearby farm to Georgia Peanut Farmer. Yep, that's Peter the Peanut Guy who reckons he has the cleanest nuts in Georgia. And now he's got his organically grown nuts growing here in Florida. <laughs> what he calls... I Spy Nuts Ranch. Hmm. Just the right name to conjure up even more conspiracies, but this week, that <laughs> it wasn't a conspiracy at all. Oh no, just an outright, unfettered invasion. Yep, Rush's cows certainly knew how to find a gap in the fence again. Last time, me cabbages suffered the consequences. This time, it was most painful for Peter the Peanut Guy. Yep, crush nuts. Well, peanuts to be precise. <laughs> They'd managed to trample and munch more than an acre of his fresh new crop unnoticed. Which is odd, really, considering how Rush is always trading his binoculars in that direction. Now there's a genuine conspiracy, if I ever saw one. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way... And away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week, and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately, me daughter, young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private arsenal organised too. Yeah, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests and a full DNA research assessment. Yeah, it'll be in order, won't it? More so, when around here, we've got a lot of regular drug users with a big gap in their DNA maps. Mm. Yep, me farman Ding Dang is not the only person with that kind of extended family in Florida. Mm. They don't move around too far. It's usually within a five-mile radius tops. Oh dear, I digress. Anyway. <laughs> no, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter 
in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. This week, Dolly reminds us that Florence Nightingale was born, yep, right back in 1820. Hmm. Add to that, the final battle of the American Civil War was fought in 1865 this week. Hmm. Thanks, Dolly. I'll keep those dates in mind. That, of course, brings me... Well, I say rapidly to something that almost dates back a little too far into the last century. If it wasn't for her latest smartphone obsession, she'd probably be still living in it too. Yep, naturally or even unnaturally, I've got me almost antique. 95-year-old mother, old Nan, the dial-up queen right here on the farm. (laughs) On the other hand, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy. Tashiko Suzuki. Yep, she's me lawyer brother, black sheep, the family Nelson, that his wife, and Beverly Hills sets her up to silence now. One hundred and three year old grandmother. Yep, another long lasting specimen. <laughs> anyway, as you know, they both love to smoke, drink, and of course gamble. Well, me pet pig, old Bill, picked the Derby winner. <sighs> but old Nan decided Bill was well off the mark. Hmm. After all, the odds started out at 80 to 1. By the morning, they were still 30 to 1, and the old crow was having none of it. Oh, no. So the old bag picked the odds on favourite, along with a couple of each-way frontrunners. Oh, dear. She walked away with an aggregate loss. (laughs) All that money on the nose of the horse that came in third. (laughs) Now she's asking me how Bill managed to pick a rank outsider and get a winner. I don't know about you, but having that kind of conversation with a pig is troublesome, you know. Some folks even get locked up for less, don't they? Mm. Add to that, there's no grunt to English dictionary out there, to my knowledge. All I usually do is shout at the runners, and he grunts the winners. It's as simple as that. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of idiot's nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and her proclivities, I'm still having those really weird dreams. They've returned with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed. This time, though, I'd settle down in me farm office again. Yeah, it's the final and only refuge around here. Well, once I drifted off in a peaceful sleep, I went straight into... Well, you know, I can't decide if it was an evil nightmare or just wishful thinking. (laughs) See, in the end, it was a bit of both. See, way at the back of me farm, there's a kind of swamp. In the past, it was partially drained, and I've been building a little concrete dam round it to keep it away from me barn at the end of that field. Anyway, in me dream, the mother-in-law, Satana Troglodyte, a dedicated swamp lover, was in there taking a bath in all that murky green water. When suddenly, me quicksetting concrete oozed out into the swamp and within minutes, the mother-in-law was stuck fast up to her neck in concrete. (laughs) Oh dear. The next part of the dream involved Elsie the wife asking me if I'd seen her mother. (laughs) There I was in such a wonderful part of the dream. I must have had a big smile on me face. Because I woke with a start, the wife was standing there blocking me off his doorway and asking me if I'd seen Satana. Add to that, she wanted to know why I was laughing whilst I was asleep. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again 
at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy fireman Ding Dang spent the week learning the alphabet. <laughs> That's right, just in time for his next traffic stop. <laughs> he reckons the cops pull him over saying he's drunk, and it's not his fault he can only get up to the letter H. <laughs> but despite the drama of acting stupid, when he already is, oh, I've got the little unforgettable little feature of his on me show, so here's Ding Dang's southern quote for you. He could make... A preacher cuss. Oh dear. <laughs> he reckons it's always the same cop that pulls him over too. Apparently he's out to make Ding Dang's life a misery. Well, I suppose that's more of a misery than it already is. Next time it'll probably make Ding Dang say the alphabet backwards while standing on one leg. <laughs> now that would be worth watching. Most days he has trouble standing on both legs after lunchtime. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, me lovely listeners, so moving on from farm life in general for just a minute, I've spent a few hours this week questioning something we've mentioned on the show a few times before, haven't we, and that's plastic surgery. (laughs) Although it's a personal decision, it always gives me a bit of an headache, and I don't even plan on getting any surgery, that is. Anyway, it's an odd thing as although life-changing body modification, either additions or subtractions, might fool a perfect stranger, you're never going to convince those who know you. Or worst of all, yourself. Mm, Yeah, it's rather a sad irony, isn't it? Spending all that money to convince everyone you don't know (laughs) what you look like whilst you're nearest and dearest, along with everyone you know or in contact with on a regular basis, will be well aware of the truth. In fact, even the folks at your credit card company will have the inside news too. So, it's a big idea all round. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour old Lonnie and nudist swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called, you know, Fred. Sometimes I wish I didn't. (laughs) It's the same every week. Bring a bowl. Bring your wife or girlfriend and a potluck dish for the free-flowing buffet. Fred mingles with the swingers. That's his potluck part of the experience, whilst old Lonnie just eats the free food and dodges the guests. Mm. Which this week included one of his absolute favourites, you know, barbecued armadillo. He's still not taking me advice about avoiding the roadkill, particularly those little armoured people carrying the unpleasant leprosy gene. So when Saturday finally rolled around... Fred told me this week's theme was the slap and tickle party. (laughs) Oh dear, Fred hopes to attract a mixed bunch of swingers all right. And this week, 
Fred was overrun with too many slappers and not enough ticklers. <laughs> it all sounded far too painful for me. Anyway, I already had to down pretty fast too. <laughs> well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old, rather old nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on me show. Yeah, old nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time old Nan remembers another of our long-lost relatives, yet yeah, perhaps long-lost for a very good reason. We've got far too many hideous relatives. Anyway, it was a memory about Uncle Willie, the watchmaker, Death. Yep, yeah, with a name like Death. You can already see disaster on the horizon, can't you? On the other hand, the horizon is fairly straight by comparison. Well, from a distance anyway... <laughs> See Death's old Nan's maiden name. They say Diaf to make it sound better. When I always call them the Deaths, it makes everything nice and clear up front for you. So back to Uncle Willie the Watchmaker Death, another very heavy drinker. He was the only watchmaker in the Death family and had a unique distinction. Yep, he was the only watchmaker in the world too to make watches that only had 10 hours on the face. <laughs> the in-joke was... Quite simple, yeah. The other two hours he used for drinking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh dear, short days and short pay. Everyone that bought a death watch shared the life of the same named death watch. Beetle continually ticking at night, but no real sense of getting anywhere fast. Oh dear, another dubious death to cross off the endless list. <laughs> This is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely, tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few, and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes, if it's really bad, you have to burn it. Middle of Road books go in the giveaway charity box, and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on the farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay then, well this week I end up with just one book, and it's called The World of Zoom by I Can See a Junior. Hmm. You know, I can't decide if it was a joke book or a reference book, but uh, either way, there's some real gems tucked away in this one. It's a guide for folks who spend their lives attending online meetings, courses or other events where the world gets to see right inside your living room or your office. Yeah. See, the author says just because you're not face to face in person doesn't mean everyone can't see what you're up to. He says the following are serious no-go areas for him. Silly expressions and stupid faces, nose-picking, teeth-picking, ear-prodding, fidgeting with your private parts or even getting them out, eating, drinking, scoffing, gorging, underwear, pyjamas, scruffy clothes, messy hair, failing personal hygiene, pets, kids, noisy TVs and, last of all, ugly, flowery sofas. In fact, the author is almost as particular as I am on that front, so, you know... And I'm keeping this book on my farm library shelf to remind me that I'm not the only person out there that thinks we still need to maintain a few standards. Yep, even online. 
Well, me lovelies, that's all on the book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're visiting Ethiopia, and you'll be glad to. It's not another tasteless, distasteful foodie one. Nope. We're looking at some odd customs over the next few weeks. So back to Ethiopia and something called Hamar. Yet to prove their manhood, the young men have to go through a series of rituals. One of them involves Hamar, or bull jumping. Yep. They run, jump, and hopefully land on the bull's back. All done naked. (laughs) I might add. After that, they have to run across the backs of a line of bulls conveniently held in place by the older tribesmen. Oh well, all sounds like a load of old bull to me. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling state. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. (laughs) Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manor. Just good old-fashioned manners. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nednat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, uh, Ned, this is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Yes, I'm almost back from the grave, and I'm sorry I've had to impose my actual brother Yardley Ponce upon you over the last fortnight. I've been suffering rather badly from gout and couldn't get to the phone. But fortunately, this week, Yardley went out and bought me this rather wonderful wireless telephone, so I can speak to you even when I'm flat on my back with my legs in the air. The only trouble is, I've got a nasty bout of hay fever too, so every time I sneeze, the pain gets worse. Anyway, your brother Buck said that I've only got gout because I'm always canned. Hmm, it does sound absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about, as I haven't a clue. All I want to know is whether I should be treating the canned thing, or just the gout. So perhaps you could call me back, Ned, and let me know. Thank you so much, old chap. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, I just love the way he introduces himself on my voicemail. It's if I actually know someone else that sounds just like him. Now there's a thought. Anyway... Let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time Buck says you've only got gout because you're always canned. 
<laughs> course you think bucks deliberately confusing you well this is a weird expression away but totally different from what you'd imagine yep see canned is another way of saying drunk on the other hand me brother buck the original bottle of vodka man can hardly say someone else is drunk can he <laughs> although they do say it takes one to know one <laughs> either way i hope that makes some kind of sense to you nigel add to that i hope you feel better soon and we look forward to hearing from you again <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show I am here every Wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com I headed over to me and comic little commentator neighbour at old Russia's Stonewall Jackson Farm again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas, yet he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippet-sized instalments, yeah. With a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> well, this week Rush is fuming, yeah. Away from the standard toilet jokes you'll all be familiar with by now, Rush has got a much larger problem in his own little restroom. A corporation that owns the land behind his farm has applied for a permit to dump something politely called biosolids. <laughs> or what Rush calls poop from another county. Oh dear. <laughs> he just found out that it's a Democrat-controlled county too, and that makes matters worse. <laughs> and they just don't want it on their own doorstep. Just Rush's instead, I suppose, you know. I can see a war brewing already, can't you? Anyway, returning to his little feature on me show, that's Rush recalls where he's not just talking about his private hopes for the Democrats, he's looking back at past events. You know, I'd like him to let us know when he wasn't so damn boring. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get an answer to that question. Oh well, so here goes. This time, he says that he remembered when gas was cheaper, yep, last week. <laughs> Dear, that's right. It's his favourite subject yet again. He says it's because there's a Democrat in the White House. Oh dear. He hasn't really thought about much else, has he? Surely there's a lot more to life than this week's gas prices. On the other hand, though, he'll be talking about the weather next, and I'm never in the mood for that one either. He's big on high winds and dangerous storms, yet I never hear anything about it otherwise. When there's a potential catastrophe in the mix, I'll know about when, how long, what it might do, all the rest oh well add to that I usually escape the worst of it that's him not the weather <laughs> yep when he excuses himself again with that standard statement that's right it's a great excuse to bail on me early gotta go oh dear Rush has always gotta go and blush <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter radio show I am every Wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts, so if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. <laughs> young Alice was ready to take shelter when I visited this week, yet yeah, Mercury is in retrograde and Alice buys into the idea that if anything is likely to go wrong, it 
will whilst Mercury is in suspension. <laughs> of course, if you believe it's a possibility, it's bound to happen, isn't it? I take the view that there's nothing else that could go wrong around here. After all, Mercury's activities pale into insignificance with the mother-in-law visiting. <laughs> On the other hand, Alice reminded me of how we should all take more notice of the wonders of nature and baffled me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. Paper wasps are not interested in fixer-uppers. Hmm. Yet they won't return to an old nest but start fresh. So if you're not so keen on wasps, you can leave the old nests in place to discourage a new colony from moving in too close. Oh dear. All we've got around the farm here, away from the immediate neighbours, are fixer-uppers. Yep. And Ding Dang's family are the fixer-upper squatter specialists. <laughs> well, with them, it's more squatting than fixing. Anyway, as always, Alice's coffee, cake and company was reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, i got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> Well, I decided to mention just one call this week. I got a last-minute call from Neville in Nebraska. Yeah, he called me to chat about this really interesting story. Yeah, a company is planning a pair of space hotels that could be up and running in the next few years. Hmm. They're a kind of ring-shaped design and will have artificial gravity and some kind of advanced stabilising system too. Right now, the current space station doesn't have any of the luxuries these space hotels hope to offer. Yep, they'll apparently be a kind of home from home. Yep, they reckon that'll be the ultimate vacation destination. Yep, space travel is still very expensive right now. So I get that, you know, a kind of elite tourist bubble floating around the Earth. The downside I see is getting all less than elite employees up into space to take care of the place. Unless, of course, nobody plans to provide room service or clean the toilets up there. There's a less than ideal thought that I just had to creep out of me highly cynical mind. Perhaps they'll all be travelling economy class with the luggage. Oh dear. Of course, the upside for me is I wouldn't get a fever in space. No, probably just claustrophobia and vertigo instead. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> Oh dear, I did say odd, but like, give me agent credit for being clever with this catchy one. Yeah, anyway, here goes. Here at 50% Off, Inc., doing business as not what you were expecting enterprises, we've got 50% off, as always, in our annual spring sale. Yeah, just go to our website today at springsprungandmoresprings.net and find our latest offerings in springs. Yep, there's never been a spring sale quite like it. We've got small springs, medium springs, large springs, flat springs, long springs, suspension springs, watch springs, pen springs and springs for springs. All abundant prices. That's right, we keep it real here at 
until summer yeah and ship them right to your door in a flat rate box it's only time for spring when you open it but wait that's not all our national sales manager sprung springer of the third has a special offer and just for ned nut show listeners yep with every purchase this week only he'll throw in our free motto t-shirt and you can't beat a deal like that so visit us today and remember that motto spring into spring before it's sprung as it always comes before summer No, I wasn't expecting that one at all. When my agent, 50%, said a spring sale, I was thinking of something completely different too. I wonder if they sell springs for me sofa. You know, the ones sitting under the wife, Elsie, beyond it, and the mother-in-law are on their last legs. Well, yep, close to pancakes, actually. Me poor old sofa's got about as much bounce as a flat tyre. Oh, dear. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. On whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednow.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive. And don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> the Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.